Hello, and welcome to Weed and Grub. Happy 420, everybody. A uh, couple quick and exciting announcements. One, check us out today on the Doughboys podcast where we review crumble cookies. Also, check us out on Jordan Jesse Go where we eat edibles. <laughs> um, we also are going to be on a live stream at HeadGum Studios with John Gabris of the High and Mighty podcast. We are going to be smoking, snacking, I think eating sandwiches and trying um, beauty products. And that is also a live stream. So go to uh, John Gabris's profile at Gabris and hop on the live stream and come hang out with us tomorrow afternoon. Smoke with us and kick it. Again, Doughboys, Jordan, Jesse Go and the High and Mighty live stream. And we are at the Ice House tonight on 420 at 9.30 doing a Weed and Grub Live. Tons of prizes, tons of gives, gives aways, tons of great comics, and use code ICEHOUSE420 for 10 bucks off your tickets. How'd I do? You did great. You are so intentional when you are doing plugs. Thank you. It's I, awesome. I, I find a rhythm and then I stick <laughs> in it. I just stay in that pocket until I'm out of it. I don't know if it's easy on the ears or not, but that's where my head goes. It's great for me. It's so easy on the ears because I can. it's sort of ingestible. It's like um, Dippin' Dots for my brain. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the future of voiceover? Yeah. yeah. Great. The way, you, the, the, way, the way you dispense information feels like uh, a satisfying amount of little ingestible sweetnesses for for, for my cerebellum. Oh, damn. Thank you, Mary Jane. Yeah, happy 420, Mike. Happy fucking 420. Uh, happy 420, Mary Jane. Uh, happy 420, Mike. Welcome to Weed and Grub, everyone. This is a podcast about comedy. Cannabis. Cooking. Culture. Calling shit out. And the highest holiday of all. Yeah, great celebration. 420. Yeah. Welcome, welcome. We are actually dropping our app today instead of on our normal Wednesday, Weeds Day, Hump Day, because, uh, yeah. We I just... didn't want to announce it. Yeah. <laughs> I want to keep our listeners on their toes. I yeah. know you got a couple people being like, where's today's up? We got you. I did have a couple people reach out, which I thought was so nice. I was like, that's awesome when people are, you know, just sliding in to be like, was looking forward to it. Where is it? Yeah. That's well, cool. It's on the day it should be so yep. that when you're rolling around, smoking a joint and eating subway uh <laughs> we're in your ears <laughs> i love the brain fart of like anything to eat on 420 yeah, just, i know yeah. well it's because on doughboys and on jordan jesse go yeah we talk so much about food that i didn't want to step on those food topics and so i excellent choice picked yes. subway after rolodexing through my other options i love it yeah crumble cookies over on the doughboys jordan jesse go we tried some uh infused macarons they're uh, delicious super fucking delicious today we have an assortment of things to just chat about and shout out and hang while we uh smoke a joint and then like get to it because we got to run around we I got know. stuff to do well, so i wanted to start with an unboxing because it's our sponsor for our live show yes and they have a great collab with um chef roy Choi, chef roy, former guest roy Choi. yes friend of the pod soon to be <laughs> a guest again i hope yes anytime so sumo snacks are our favorite savory brand of edibles they have a whole line of all different kinds of flavors they launched uh over a year ago now and since then, they've had a collaboration with Snoop Dogg, where they have infused uh, snazzle O's and spicy snazzle O's. And now they've got this new line of infused 
edibles uh, with Chef Roy Choi. Let's see what we got. So excited to see what did they send us? Oh, maybe we didn't get the Roy Choi edibles. That's so funny. <laughs> what do we got here? Oh, we, we got, got the Snoop edibles. We got the Snoop edibles. Yo, fucking a. Well, last time we had the Snoop edibles was our live show in San Francisco Sketch Fest. Shout out to Allie who uh, got married on stage, and then we all engaged, engaged, not married yet, proposed. It was an engagement proposal, not a, like... It's a marriage proposal. Yeah, but she didn't get married on stage, dude. Well, maybe if you come to tomorrow's show, she's getting married yeah. on stage. <laughs> What's up, Allie? Come through. Check out these babies. So, uh, hell yes. If you come to our show at the Ice House, these are our prizes for the games that we are going to be playing with our guests. Lindsay Ames, Brian Babylon, and Jenny Zagrino. Yeah. And we will also have some flour on hand, and we'll be smoking outside before and after the show. And I'm going to have mushrooms that I'm going to hand out during the show because I don't care. <laughs> wow. Okay. I got in trouble at Sketchfest for smoking inside. You did? You can't stop me from eating mushrooms inside. You can eat all those mushrooms on stage. I have these beautiful... Um, little micros that I'm super enjoying right now all the time, especially because uh, today's bicycle day. So what does uh, that mean? It's a good pair of days. You know, bicycle day 419. It's the day when Albert Hoffman had his uh, bicycle ride home from the laboratory while he was uh, tripping on LSD after he had synthesized it. And um, it's sort of recognized as the the uh, holiday where, um, you know, we celebrate psychedelics. You wrote about it for Rolling Stone. I did. And then a pretty big uh, Instagram account posted your Rolling Stone article Oh, Beard today. Bros. Yeah, they reposted it. That was really sweet. Thanks, yeah. guys. We love you guys over at Beard Bros Media. Check them out. They have all of the greatest breaking news in the world of cannabis. And um, and they talk shit and stand by it, even in front of the people they're talking shit about. <laughs> yeah, half, their time, half the time their Instagram is like breaking news, and then the other half they're like, you know who we're talking to. If you're not ahead of the curve, then you're the bottom of the barrel. <laughs> Dumbass. <laughs> Have you ever talked shit in your life? Um, I try not to. I'm not very good at it. Look at how you're squeezing your hands. I'm Canadian, together. Mike. We don't like to talk shit. But like if you were like on the in the polo pool or doing anything like that, you would had you ever talk smack when you're like You don't have time to talk smack when you're playing water polo. That's what are you a good talking point. about? You're swimming for your life the whole time. That's a really good point. Yeah, there is no it's all it's all phys, it's all you talk with your body. <laughs> Can I tell you something? You don't talk smack when you're on the ice playing hockey, do you? <laughs> Oh, yeah. All the time. You're talking? Oh, uh, well, it's my job as goalie to always be talking because you've got... To who? Uh, my defense. Because you've got so many players cycling and trying to cut behind each other. And so you're keeping track of the puck, you're keeping track of your man, and you're playing a zone defense. And, you know, if there's like three seconds left on their power play, you want to let your team know, like, clear the puck and then we'll be back at even strength. Like, I'm constantly talking. Yeah, but that's supportive, like, build you up talking. That's not shit oh, talking. Oh, yeah. But then every <laughs> save I make, I was like, I, I'm like, easy, light work. Oh, OK. Light work. Got it. Y'all should give up. Got it. Yeah, I okay. wouldn't. You're never it's you're never going to win. <laughs> like, yeah, I talk a lot of shit. And then I hit him with my blocker and stick in the back of the knee. Uh, Jesus. I love it. Brutal. Well, that's how you win. Um, um, okay. I, I, I do have a confession to make, though. If yes. we're If we're going to be vulnerable and honest on today's 420 pod. Let's hear it. Uh, I had a commercial audition yesterday for a very popular candy brand. Okay. And Is in it, it- Jolly Ranchers? I don't know if I'm allowed to say. Okay. So, no. Starburst? No. Skittles? No. Um, Chupalupa? No. Damn it. 
I would love a Chupa Loop commercial. Wouldn't that be a great commercial? Oh to my do? god! Yeah, yeah. I bet they'd be trippy as fuck. There's a really great commercial. I want to hear about your audition, but there's a really great commercial right now that, while it's in my brain, I just want to say, great job, guys. It's for some sparkling water, and everyone's just like in neutral outfits, and then they pop the water, and then they're just like doing all these crazy cool interpretive dances, and I love it because every time I see it, I'm really high, and I want to run it back. That's awesome. It's a good ad. Good job, you guys. I don't know the brand though, so obviously not that great. <laughs> Needs work. <laughs> <laughs> okay, what was your audition? Well, mine is is it's funny you say that because I had to dress up as a certain um, character type, mm -hmm. and all I had to do was act like I was being chased and say yell a couple lines like I'm being chased, and then run back and forth across the room. Okay, and I ran from one side of the room to the other, and then back, uh -huh. and then back again. And uh -huh. they're like, "Thanks so much, we got it." And I go, "Thank you." And I walk outside, and I go, <gasps> and I, I was so out of breath. <laughs> I was like, I was trying to keep it composed in front of the uh, casting director. And as soon as I got out there, I'm like hands on the knees that I, I ran back and forth across a uh, a room yeah, twice. That shit is humbling, right? <laughs> it was so fucked up. I was like, yo, <laughs> if I get a call back, I better go on a hike or something. <laughs> Hell yes. I was just staying in New York with some friends for a few days and they just moved into a really tall, narrow house that's five stories tall. It's only 11 feet wide. It's this cool little kind of like magical storybook um, brownstone. And so I was up and downstairs all day because my room was on the top floor and I was like hanging out and helping them with their kids and the kids are on the top floor as well up and downstairs humbling humbled yeah i came down at one point i was holding the stair rail and the wall <laughs> and i was like making noise coming downstairs and i was like oh we got to do something about this you know what else is humbling braiding a five-year-old's hair oh yeah Oof, yeah i would it's never hard to get, it's hard to get that shit right oh I can I imagine. To, I had to put a, a pre, like a before school braid in, and I was faced with like doing it quickly while uh, said five year old was like also snacking on some pancakes and wriggling around like a five year old does. And boy, I fucked that shit up. Like, hats off to moms everywhere who managed to even get their child out the door. It was very uh, humbling. Again, yes, hum humbled. I am humbled by stairs and children. Stairs and children. Mm -hmm. Actually, well, I was going to bring that up much later in today's ep, but I'm going to skip ahead to it now okay. because. Uh, it's a burger. It's a, uh, oh, okay. We have pictures. If you're watching our YouTube channel, you can see that we are now at Petty Cash Studios. Um, we have this amazing, uh, LCD display screen, like a jumbotron basically behind us. Carry you, on. Uh, at Wind Grub on YouTube. Um, and at Mike and Mary Jane on TikTok. So braiding a five-year-old's hair and they're like, you're doing it wrong and you're trying to do it right and keep it tight. And they're very particular. Is that yes. the way it is? No, no. She was sweet as anything. It was just like, I just didn't do a very good job. And then I recognized that she was going to go to school. The braid was going to come out in first or second period. And then she would just have hair in her eyes all day long. And sure enough, when I picked them up after school, the braid was gone. And she was so great. She was like... Um, a five-year-old who who knew that she needed to make me feel okay about it because I was like, oh, your your braid came out. And she was like, yeah. And I was like, I know. I'm sorry. It was a bad braid. And she went, no, no, no. I didn't take your braid out because it was a bad braid. We had lice check. And I was like, I appreciate, I appreciate you like uh, cushioning my feelings on that one. Thank yeah, you. I would check up. I would call the school. Yeah. Did you really have lice check or was that her just making me feel better? Uh -huh. I think it might have been the, the latter. I think so. She was like, what am I going to say to this woman to yeah. make her 
fuel okay. She's so bad with hair. <laughs> she seems like she might cry. Okay, what are we looking at? So I know we want to keep a 420 episode positive, but I, I do want to follow up on an episode from about a month to a month and a half ago when I was talking about how I go to the uh, Floyd's Barbershop. And yeah. as I was walking past into it on the sidewalk, there were two people smoking weed on the sidewalk. And then I came into Floyd's and it turns out one of them was cutting my hair. Yeah, your barber. Day. Yeah, yeah no, that was my barber. And I was like, all right, we'll see, man. Mm-hmm. We'll, we'll see how this goes when you're that high. Yeah. How was the cut? Uh, he he focused on each hair individually. Meticulous. <laughs> Meticulous with the haircut. Yeah. yeah. Very slow. Mm-hmm. Not much chatting, but meticulous to the point where I was like, I wish you weren't high. I have other things to do. But you looked amazing. Yeah. I'd never gotten a fade before. Yeah. But here's the, here's the twist, Mary Jane. What? So I went back to that guy because I was like, maybe you're my guy. And I don't know if this is like how things work now because I'm not in the haircut game, but he had me tap in with him on his phone and he was like, follow me on Instagram and um, you can make direct tips to me through there. And I was like, yeah, of course, I'll Venmo you directly instead of through your business. But I don't want to follow my haircut person on Instagram. And then I looked and this is not his profile, but on his profile, the whole thing is his portfolio of people's hair that he's done. Yeah, that's how they do. Right. But he didn't take a picture of my hair. Oh, shit. My hair, my hair person doesn't take pictures of me either. And I know, I know the sting. It stings. Yeah. It really it's stings. It's ego burn, isn't it? It fucking hurts, man. <laughs> it really hurts. Oh, Mark's all pish posh over there. It hurt. I was like, you want me to follow, you want me to add a follower to my numbers and. And you're not posting the fucking beautiful head that you just had the good fortune to touch. <laughs> it's insulting. I feel you on that. I'm so with you. I have a wonderful uh, hair person who I adore very much. And um, she's never once posted a picture of me. And she posts gorgeous pictures of beautiful people's hair all the time. And I'm like, what is it? What, what I'm not good enough. <laughs> yeah. What is it? My face? Because if is it's it my the face? hair. Yeah. Is it, yeah. Right. Because my hair looks great. Right. Yeah. Or are you doing a... Are you do you are you phoning it in for our plea us plebs us hair plebs? <laughs> I mean, Gary, like in my case, the person who does my hair has like legit works on celebs. <laughs> There's no reason <laughs> oh. for me to ever be on that gram. Like, oh, okay. all, like the gram is you know full of very hot people who are professionally hot. Like it says, so, like at Wilhelmina in their bios and stuff like that totally. for models. Like yeah. maybe the back of my head will make the grid make the grid at some point, and then I would be like satisfied. That's For a, sure. It, she does repost when I tag her in my stories, I will say, which okay. I appreciate. That's nice. Mm-hmm. Well, this dude, it's a bunch of like kids with fades and guys in Supreme shirts with just like classic buzz cuts. But they, you know, I don't I don't know what I got to do, but I, I have a choice to make. I'm either going to keep going back to him mm-hmm. and keep getting more delicious haircuts until I make the gram or I've got to move on. Cut your losses. And cut my losses. What but I can't d- keep getting negged like this. Oh, God. What if you did something interesting with your facial hair? You know, like get a nice swirly hipster mustache or for one day, some big fat fucking chops or, you know, yeah, a soul patch maybe. Yeah. For one day. For one day. Uh-huh. And see how that works. Maybe like a little tattoo above the eyebrow or something. Oh, like a flash tattoo, like a, te- a-, a temporary thing. Yeah. Okay. You could try it. So you think I should put on a costume and not be myself to get on his gram? Yes. I might do that. That sounds I'm very worth it. That's how it would work out. <laughs> hey, I'm going to light this. Can you hand me that lighter, please? Uh, yeah. This is, uh, I want to shout out our friend Christina who came to my pinball birthday party with her friend Steve and they brought me some homegrown. And um, I'm always so excited whenever anyone asks me what my favorite thing to smoke is. It's something that someone grew themselves always. It's like the most delightful thing. 
That's awesome. Mm. Nice, nice roll on that joint too. Oh, thank you. I used my Futurola. That's a, that's really nice. Yeah. Oh, that's delicious. Yeah. That? Yeah. We'll try that. This is home grow, huh? <laughs> yep. Mm. Nice roll. I think I like a long thin over a short fat. You do. I do. Yeah. You don't like the little chunk. Mm -mm. I like a long thin too because it makes me feel elegant. You know, like when I was a kid and I used to like practice smoking in the mirror before I ever smoked oh, cigarettes yeah, and joints absolutely. and I would like always like imagine that I was holding a, a cigarette holder and feeling very like Parisian. Ooh, that's great. That's nice, right? Yeah. Thank <clears throat> you, Christine and Steve. So I wanted to shout out a couple more fun 420 things. Yeah. <coughs> um, Hand well, me that. Oh, no, you're, you're, you're in charge yeah, of the Yeah, I'm on it. I'm great. on it. I'm actually going to go like that and go like that. What do we got? So I entered the lottery. Um, there's all these great sneakers that are 420 friendly. Like there's the strawberry cough Nikes that have been around forever. Mm -hmm. Did you ever see the Adidas Towelies? Yes. That came out. Those were really fun where um, the the they'd have two Towelie from South Park eyes on the tongue. And then when the eyes would hit the sun, they'd turn red. Fantastic. And they had little stash pockets in them. Uh-huh. Love it. And these are the new Adidas Campus 80 Crops. I entered the lottery last night. They come wrapped in... Um, Weed? Uh, brown paper bag uh -huh. material. Uh -huh. And you can burn it off. You can rip it off. Burn it off? Yeah. There was a, there's a video of a guy who takes a lighter and he just burns away the uh, bag to reveal the goods inside. Oh, my God. That's playing with fire. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, because you could burn your shoes up that way, right? Lays up. But also, they look so great and they're so green underneath. Oh, no, no, no. I see what you're saying. You're saying the actual shoe. I thought they just came in a paper bag and you were lighting a paper bag oh, on fire. <laughs> no, the idea is like that, like, you know, that back alley throwback to how great legacy market weed is traded. Yes. And it's brown paper bagged. Or Ziplocked, but in this case, Ziploc wouldn't feel the same as sure. a brown paper bag. and it's bag. also transparent. Right, And exactly. this is like a cool thing where you actually, the shoe is like really wrapped. Like the actual shoe, it looks like it's made of brown paper until you burn it away. Yeah. I didn't get that until I just looked at the picture. That's cool. And then and then on the inside, on the inner sole, it's all uh, tie-dyed. And the Adidas um, logo is a weed leaf. Nice. So, Look how far we've come. Yeah. It's a pretty amazing world in which, you know, we can see these big brands really embracing it and shouting it out. Like, for, I mean, I know it was like a crazy kind of like weird backfire in right wing circles, but to see Bud Light embrace Dylan Mulvaney, mm -hmm. you know, and say like, actually, we're going to represent these parts of the culture that are fucking important. I have another. <laughs> you think there's going to be a backlash against Adidas because they're repping weed culture? No, but today is going to be. Uh, a day of vulnerable reveals for me. Okay. What do you got? I didn't know about the Dylan Mulvaney thing. How did you miss that? <laughs> and all I saw was Chris Rock taking an AK-47 to a bunch of Bud Kid Lights. Rock. Kid, Kid Rock. Rock. <laughs> <laughs> Kid Rock. Kid uh Rock. -huh. And I, I didn't know that that was about Dylan. And so I thought it was just everyone making fun of him because he's like a billionaire redneck kind of right wing dude yeah and so i quote tweeted the video of him with the machine guns and the bud light and i was like all of you suck this looks so fun oh like that i would love to take a machine gun Mike. to bud lights that looks so fun and i didn't know that it was about trans rights dude you dove headlong <laughs> into the shallow end of the pool and there was no water in there no i bumped my head hard what the fuck dude i deleted it like three days later when i finally caught up to people were like oh my god 
Mike is supporting Kid Rock being a fucking degenerate asshole about trans rights. Wow. I had no idea. Wow. I need to go on record saying I had no idea when I hit that quote tweet calling out how fun that looked. It's Well, it is, you know, it's a bummer that like you do have to kind of do your due diligence with this kind of stuff. I was just recently going to make a sandwich about uh, Scrub Daddy and Lori on Shark Tank and how fucking awesome she is. And then I started doing some digging into Shark Tank and like some of the bad deals that she's been responsible for and how she's like totally fucked over business owners. And I was like, Damn it. Nothing is fun when you scratch the surface. Right. Because like, I just wanted to make like a celebratory like Lori's the best on Shark Tank and she supported a company that's worth millions now. And then, you know, it's, there's always a problem once we're, you we're open a door and look behind it. And you're like, damn it. A hundred percent. Because the Scrub Daddy rocks. You got me one for my birthday. It's the best. It's one of the best birthday gifts I've ever and received. she made a great deal. Yeah. And I respect the fuck out of her. But also once I looked at some other business deals and they were like, this company tanked because she pulled the funding after agreeing to you know take them online and i was like okay it's not gonna have that sandwich well that's how it it goes that goes actually back to 420 for me and corporations embracing 420 meanwhile like i think what i love about doing this podcast with you and talking with you talking with people like john capetta is just the the embracing of moving forward instead of complaining about the things we all know that need to change right and i think when corporations lean into something like 420 with a towelie shoe or a strawberry cough Nike or McDonald's or somebody did something with packs with ketchup uh Burger King maybe like yeah, there was an yeah. infused ketchup you could get in this like cross thing I think Jack in the Box did like a 420 Snoop collab last right. year or year before yeah and I fucking love all of that Great. and then you go online and you're like yeah but people are in prison and it's like yes one million percent right people are in prison um but the more that these corporations get on board the bigger of a platform we're going to have in the future for shows like this or reality TV or getting on like anywhere instead of being kind of shadow banned and kiboshed. We need these corporations to do these fun things and we should be embracing and celebrating them because the more of them they do and the more successful they are, the more like ad revenue and like corporate lobbying for legalization may happen in the future. Hell yes to that soapbox, Mike Glazer. Thank you. I I was really thinking about it a lot today because of all the comments that you can open once you open a door. Yeah, it's always going to be problematic. Like corporations are going to commodify weed and profit off of it before the small businesses can. And we can go down that road and we can complain about it all fucking day long. And, you know, I I remember way back in like 1995 when William Burroughs made an ad with Nike and there was just this huge fucking outcry because it was this like, oh, how could this artist fucking sell out to this giant corporation? And he's like, you know, his whole oeuvre of work is now tainted by the fact. And it was like, well, now a whole bunch of people know who William Burroughs is who might not have before. There are arguments to be made on either side. And, you know, so, yeah, a big corporation celebrating 420 and maybe bringing some awareness to it to get more people out of fucking jail. I don't know if it's a direct correlation, but we can be hopeful and positive about it. Well, I think it is a direct correlation because at a certain point, these corporations feet will be held to the fire by the populace to not only do something like this, but then also... Why like, is this fucking guy in jail? Right, exactly. Let's and, get him the fuck out of jail. Yeah, but it's not yeah. big. En- it's just not big enough yet. Yeah. It's not a big enough talking point, And there's not enough motion for that kind of thing for Adidas to say, yes, we should be donating to that and fighting well, for that kind of a thing. Well, hopefully that's the next step. Yeah. Yeah. But they need to make their fucking bag first, which is how business works. Also, if you held their feet to the fire while they were wearing these shoes, it would be a really great move because- 
<laughs> They'd look so cool. Then that's the reveal. <laughs> Was that our news story, basically? I mean, our news story this week. Well, do you want to hop to our news story? Then? Yeah, we can hop to our news story. Because it, it is like a celebration. Pull of it up. Yeah. Will you things. put it on the, our screen, too? Our news story is coming to us out of uh, Charlotte, North Carolina. And it is that there is a dispensary opening up on 420 in North Carolina. It's going to be the first um, in North. It's making medical marijuana history. And it is owned and operated by the Eastern Band of Cherokee Indians. Um, they've got two unique strains of weed that they're going to be selling legally, Koala Bear and Goose Creep, and more pr proprietary strains are on the way. Um, and that's just, you know, I think great news that it's coming to us from, you know, a state that's just coming online for the first time and the first dispensary is owned and operated by First Nations people. So that's fucking awesome. cool. And I would love to go to North Carolina and check that out i would too is there a correlation between um being able to like do things like that at a casino that is also um i don't am i am think i there is i'm not i'm connecting dots that aren't there I, I'm, I'm sure there are dots that i don't know about but yeah. i'm not able to connect them <laughs> either <clears throat> Same. i don't know okay great um but uh right on yeah i hope it's delicious I'm sure it will be. It's it sounds super freaking cool. They've um, it says they've got uh, they're growing in a mountain environment. I don't know much about the landscape in North Carolina, but it says because of the humidity, the climate, the temperature and the seasons, the southeast is not an easy place to cultivate cannabis. So this has been bred for particular characteristics and um, it will be you know unique to that environment, which is really neat. Like true North Carolina cannabis. That's so cool. We yeah. were actually talking about that on our um, walk and smoke the other night when you were quizzing me about um, where I think hemp can thrive the most oh, in yeah. America. Yeah. I was surprised to learn during this um, media fellowship that I'm doing at the UVM that cannabis naturally wants to grow on prairie land. I was like, if you could think where it would grow wild anywhere, what would you say? And I think you were like, kind of like humidity, yeah, like I guess humid, marshy areas. No, technically, it really wants to grow in grasslands. Like historically, it was found on the steppe in Asia, which is like a very high, arid, sort of grassy part of um, Asia. And here in America, it really wants to grow in like Iowa when it's wild. Wow. And I remember that years ago, I went to a friend's farm in Iowa and his horses came up and they smelled like weed. And I was like, what the fuck is going on? He was like, oh yeah, there's like hemp plants in the backfield and they just eat hemp all day. And then they just like, they smell like weed. <laughs> it was great. That's so cool. <laughs> yeah. Wow. I was trying, while you were saying that, I was trying to think of a horse pun. Um. Okay. And did you? Um, no, but there was a song smoking on some hay. In I the middle of a it. barn. It was a good rap song. There was, I was trying to come up with a play on words for nay. Mm-hmm. But uh, I couldn't come up with it. <laughs> My brain is not going to help you at all yeah. in this moment. Sorry. I'm stoned. <laughs> that shit got me. Thanks for the home Hi. grow, guys. Um, well, congrats to uh, North Carolina and anyone who's able to go procure some cannabis on 420 to light up for the high holiday. Also, our friend Jordan is from the Carolinas, and I know she's going to be celebrating in Chicago. Uh, we were texting this morning, and I was like, what are you going to do? And she was like, toke up at 420 and take a ferry across the river to Chinatown to go stuff our faces. Oh, gosh, yes. I was like, that sounds... Is that something you do? You take a ferry across a river in Chicago? I never did the ferry. Okay. Um, but the ferry is gorgeous. It is it, like when it's this kind of like Chicago summer, uh -huh. Chicago spring, it, which is better than anywhere in the world. Mm -hmm. That ferry is beautiful. Can't be beat. It sounds like a perfect way to spend the afternoon. Also, um, I'm you just got me thinking about dumplings. Oh. And I can't imagine a better 
420 meal than to eat like a ton of dumplings stoned oh, yeah. out of my mind. Let's go for some dim sum. Dim sum. That's what I'm thinking Let's of. Let's do it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, while we're on the note of the fellowship, I just wanted to share a little bit of um, like and actually throw up a fun picture, too, of something that I was. Yeah, there it is. The cannabis trichome morphology picture. This week we studied cannabis plant chemicals in the fellowship. And it was so interesting to dive into terpenes and terpenoids and what the difference between those two is. I'll guess. And okay, what? A terpene mm -hmm. is a complex um, flavor profile of it, like linen, linalool mm -hmm. or limonene or um, benzodiazepam. Yep. Um, Zanny. Zanny. <laughs> uh. And that's the flavor. And what's the second choice? A terpenoid. And a terpenoid is the connector between the terpene and the cannabinoid. Wow. That's such an interesting guess. Um, a terpene, terpenes and terpenoids are related. They are all um, aromatic essential oils in the plant. Terpenes are um, uh, hydrocarbon um, chemical structure. And terpenoids have an additional part to the chemical structure, like oxygen. That is literally it. But linalool is actually a terpenoid. Oh, it's a terpenoid. I learned that. And it was really such a joy because the professor who was teaching that seminar is, I believe, German. And he made a little science joke. He was like, linalool, try that thing. Oh, try saying that after you've had a few little sips of sunshine. <laughs> and then he like laughed to himself. And it was a taped lecture. So it was ex like it was even more delightful because I was like, he told that joke to no one <laughs> and kept it in. That's amazing. <laughs> Scientists are the greatest. So funny. So <laughs> we had a great it's time. kind of what we do on here. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, you and I, I know you talk to yourself when you're at home by yourself telling yourself silly jokes. I talk to Archie and Bobo all the time. <laughs> Just being goofy. This um, is really cool to so, learn about. Yeah, I threw this up on the screen behind us because it was really neat to look at cannabis trichome morphology, which just means like the sort of appearance and structure of it. And like also how phallic it is. I mean, look at that. I was just going to say, even down to the words like glandular head. Glandular head. My goodness. This trichome. Don't it rub your is, body while you're saying it. I'm touching it. my collarbones because <laughs> I'm turned on by this beautiful cannabis trichome with a thickened glandular head. <laughs> it says it in the picture. This is academic, Mike. This is <laughs> academia at its finest. Oh, it's the only way I want to learn from now on. Um, look up at the top where the um, the glandular head has something called the secretory space mm -hmm. and the secretory cells. That is what secretes the cannabinoids that we uh, know and love, like THC and CBD and everything else. So this is the trichome. These are like the little tiny frosty hairs that you see on cannabis blown up to uh, well, that's 100 microns, so it's, you know, 100 million times bigger. I don't even know how microns work, but it's sexy, right? It is. And it's so interesting that, like, the frosty nug uh -huh. does look like spunk. <laughs> and now I I'm mean, understanding why. It's it's so neat when you really dive into the like molecular level. Have you ever seen there's some incredible, I think there was an entire coffee book that came out dedicated to it of just like microscopic blown up pictures of cannabis leaves and flowers and trichomes. And it's, it's amazing diving into the plant world at that level. Yeah. there you know? It's beautiful. Yeah. Um, so, so it's been a fun week. The, and it's female plants, right? So cannabis is a, a plant that has very separate male and female um, plants. The males pollinate and the females flower. That's not the case with all plants in the plant world, but it is dioecious, which means that it has both male and female. And the, yeah, it's the female flowers that you want to, that will grow these trichomes and then get you high. So it's more of a clit. Um, oh yeah, you're right. 
Thanks, Mike. Hot. Thanks for you know popping popping a little feminist uh, slant on that. Yeah, it's like a big, long, fat clit. <laughs> I'm sure UVM will be delighted to know that I'm using my, uh, this is my applied knowledge from, uh, you know, <laughs> we, yeah, I mean, you gotta have fun. Come on. You know, we're learning so much. I'm learning so much. And you also have to be able to have a great time with it. You do, especially to like try and translate something very difficult for me to understand like chemistry mm. into something that is fun, which will actually be sticky, icky to my brain. Right. Like, you know. Frosty clits. Right. Which is tongue-in-cheek way to say, like, this is really cool knowledge to have. Nice. Yeah. I, I also know that, like, you doing chemistry this week has been, like, really cool because, like, you, you're really dissecting every scientific section of cannabis. And it's so fascinating. Well, this is just plant biology. So it's the eight-week module. The first week was law and policy. The second week was, um, like, environment and agriculture and this last week was chemistry and now we're going to go more into cultivation and stuff. So, but it's only eight weeks. So like I'm, there's a whole other world of pharmacology that I would love to learn way more about, you know, and how it actually interacts in the body that we're learning just about the plant, but then there's everything the plant does, you know? Yeah. It's a lifelong study. Do you think there'd ever be a time, you know, those human body science donate your dead body yeah, things. or or supposedly raid, um, you know, Chinese gulags and steal bodies. No. Ugh. Yeah, that was a really controversial exhibit, the bodies exhibit, because it was um, supposed, I don't know if they ever proved this, but like that those bodies were not donated, that they were, you know, prisoners or. Really? Mm -hmm. I feel like you could have asked me. Yeah, if you wanted to see that? No, well, that and. Oh, if you wanted to donate your body? Yeah. Not if you're like dying in, as an incarcerated person. I don't like that. I don't like it either. That's why I've never gone to the... Sorry to ruin that for you. Yeah, I had a joke. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> this is what we do. If this is your first time listening to Weed and Grub, this is literally how it goes. Mike comes up with an idea, I shoot it down. <laughs> with facts. Yeah. And knowledge. That's how it goes. <laughs> Mike says something funny and I say, actually... And then I kill it and then we move on. That's so funny because on both Jordan Jesse Go and the Doughboys, yeah. it got brought up how I said to you, is that your idea of a joke? <laughs> when I tried to say something that I thought was funny, I don't even remember what it was, but I said something that I truly thought was funny. And you just looked at me blankly as fuck and said, is that your idea of a joke? And I was like, yep. And then I guess we just moved on. But anyway, we got a nice pop. That's our vibe is um, <laughs> Mike releases his uh, comedy album. And my B side is just fact checking. <laughs> <laughs> Chihuahuas actually don't shake from owing money. Yeah, their eyes have never popped out because they were nervous. <laughs> um, all right, listen, we gotta we gotta keep going. We got we got shit to do. Well, today. speaking of both of us being uh, midiots. Oh, Adam Ill, friend of the pod. This I just had to bring this in because I thought this was it, so funny. It popped up in my feed this morning. Uh, so it's a brand new word, a new term, midiot. <clears throat> He Which defines I am. it. <laughs> he defines it as a, no, really? You think you're a midiot? Well, some of my favorite, well, well, we'll do the definition first and then I'll say why I am. Midiot, a person who buys cannabis products based solely on brand name, packaging, or hype without considering the actual quality of the product. 
Often characterized by a sheep-like mentality, the Midiot is easily swayed by flashy Mylar bag designs and buzzworthy strain names, rather than taking the time to learn about cam- cannabis and make informed decisions. Don't be a Midiot. Educate yourself and choose quality over hype. <laughs> Coming to you from at Adam L underscore. Give a follow. He's a fucking the greatest. Not only is he the greatest, but he uh, you might have heard through. I don't know. I think he did really well on the Internet. He ran the L.A. Marathon smoking joints the whole time. He was on TMZ for it. Yeah. Yeah. No joke. <laughs> like a true f- and live of streamed, I think most of the time as well. Yep. And like smoked on on route like people were. I don't even know how he got away with it. Like the race organizers, he just, I mean, obviously he knows how to smoke in public and get away with it. He's been doing it his whole life. <laughs> so awesome. Fuck yeah. Yeah. So, well, I, so you I, think you're a idiot? I am a idiot. I, I what mean, do you fall prey to? The flashy I, bags? Yeah. I love a bag that has like street art designs on it mm-hmm. and then I'll crack it open and smell it and I'll be like, yep, smells like weed to me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, I know that there's a difference between something like a cannabiotics, which yeah. even though it's like 70, 80 bucks an eighth, it's phenomenal. Yeah, of course it is. But so I love it. I love like a shiny Mylar bag. Excuse me. But I those, love all that stuff. Well, you know, half the time, too, when you're buying those shiny Mylar bags, I mean, unless you're going into like a, you know, a dispensary that's like, you know, like if you're buying your weed from anyone, like from a guy or from an underground place and you get those shiny Mylar bags, it's never going to be what you actually think you're paying for in that bag. Yeah. The counterfeit packaging is like a huge part of the legacy market. I mean, here's... You think uh, you're buying cookies. It's not cookies. I have you know? a great midiate example for myself. Okay. You know how Wiz Khalifa came out with those Wiz bowls and it was just like macaroni with crumbled hot Cheetos on top? <laughs> mm-hmm. I thought it was delicious. But if you strip away Wiz Khalifa's name on that bowl, that is garbage shit food (laughs) that food was so bad when i ate that hot cheeto macaroni i was like i i love macaroni and i love hot cheetos it was garbage that is like some of the worst things i've ever put in my body but because wiz's name was on it i was like oh man heck yeah dude like i love this stuff (laughs) (laughs) i will eat i will eat put it in my mouth yeah but don't 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 buy that don't buy don't that. be immediate. Well, this is a good place to shout out a company that I just got this beautiful box of um, jars from. They're called Oni, and they sent this note with it. It says, Whoa. Dear Oni Enthusiast, this time it's legal. We are grateful for your support as we transition from the legacy outlaw underground to a new world of legal regulated cannabis. This hunt for the next buyer phenotypes will bring Oni into a new era, and we appreciate your consideration of these unique varieties. This stuff smells fire. It's a whole box. So this is a new company that's coming from the legacy market into the regulated market. And it's just not for idiots. It's for people who know what's up. And whoa. Yo, right? And what I love, too, is these are not named. These are just all numbered. So, you know, if you have a really good nose for this kind of thing, like Danny Danko or Capetta or Jimmy Devine or, you know, many other people that I can't think of the names of, but people who really fucking know how to smell something and identify it. So it has a QR code on it that I'm going to... This is try. Okay. Oh, oh, it's a survey. Yeah. Oh, okay. So we need to try all of these. Yeah. So it says the QR code is to submit. Yeah. Submit your feedback and your participation is crucial to determining which cultivars will be grown up for future harvests. So this is pheno hunting through crowdsourcing, basically, which is such a fucking cool idea. I've never uh, encountered that. You're the real plug, Mary, Mary Jane. Did you just mispronounce my name? I almost I wanted to say MJ, but then I wanted to say your full name, and instead, <laughs> I just panicked and sounded like a sheep. What well, kind of sounded like Mamory Jane? 
<laughs> and I was like, you know, since I'm, oh, no. since I'm a little bit stacked, I was like, is that your version of Calamity Jane? But just with big boobs? <laughs> Mammary Jane? You're an outlaw? You're a weed outlaw? I'm an outlaw with just huge tits. <laughs> I'm so uncomfortable. That's our superpower. They're not small. We can talk about it. It's okay. Um, These all smell incredible. I have, oh my God, so much to smell and taste and dry toke and think about and do with you, Mike. So thank you to Oni. That's a really amazing package to get for 420. Wow. Beautiful. um, To Elise, who was the plug for that. Thank you so much. Mammary Jane. Mammary Jane. Yeah. Sorry to tack that joke onto the end of... uh, your amazing box of weed. But that's how we do it here at Weed and Grub. We say something really awesome that you should pay attention to, and then we just ruin it with something incredibly <laughs> stupid. <laughs> this Man, is what we do. I, um, can I talk about um, another midiot thing I did? Yes. I, I think I, I truly am a midiot. Okay. Um, I, I like mids a lot. I like mids a lot. I think that like weed is overpriced. Um, I know it has to be overpriced because of the well, do market. You like, do you like mids because you enjoy sort of like the all day smoke? That's just yes. not something that's going to be super fucking frosty and potent and like yeah. put you out. But it is lipstick on a pig. Like it's not great weed, but the but the marketing is fantastic. It's like Natty Light. Sure. You know what I mean? Sure. Or um or what's a better example than Natty? Maybe <laughs> Natty's it. Boone's Wine. Um. Yeah. Pabst. Mm-hmm. Yeah, all of that. Like House of Pies. House of Pies. Ooh, yeah. Great example. When it comes to a pie. Yeah. 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 Red velvet cake. Mids. Mm-hmm. All mids. And I think I'm a mid guy. I think I'm a basic dude and I like mid things. Okay. At, like top to bottom. Um, I'm trying to think of what else. I would disagree. I think I think you have fucking champagne tastes on a beer budget and you just recognize that you're currently on a beer budget. But the second that you have a champagne budget, you will not be a midiot. Do you know what I looked at for lunch today? Like an air wand. Oh, Jesus Christ. For lunch? Yeah. Dude, when I was in New York and I texted you a picture, just I was under a sign that said Taco Way. And so I had to text you a picture of it. That's Obs. fun. And I was like, yeah, here's me under Taco Way. And you texted me back a picture of you outside Erewhon with what I can only assume was like an $82 sandwich because I saw the amount of tuna that was in that thing. Like raw tuna. It was delicious. What the fuck was that? Tuna and tabbouleh Mediterranean wrap, $15. Oh, that's so reasonable. Well, it's not compared to the world, but for a Oh, no, wrap, no. I don't mean it's a reasonable price for a sandwich. But yes, for yeah. Erewhon, it seems cheap to and me. And then I also got a steak, egg, and cheese with crispy hash brown breakfast burrito from there, also for $15. What were you doing spending that kind of money at Erewhon? Were you celebrating? I was celebrating? so hungover. <laughs> oh, no. I was so hungover. I ended from up alcohol? Meet- um, yeah. And I, I've really been trying to just only smoke weed and take mushrooms lately. But I ended up hanging out with some friends at the Kibitz Room um, in Cantor's, which, oh, weirdly enough, that's where I saw Wiz Khalifa for his terrible macaroni bowls. Oh, <laughs> They turned the Kibitz Room into like a nightclub, and he showed up for 15 minutes, sat on a couch, smoked some weed, got some pictures taken of him, and then didn't say goodbye to anyone and walked out the door. Why would you? <laughs> Why would you? Why would you ever? <laughs> <laughs> it was... It was the biggest power play. I was like, respect. Can I just say real quick, because I feel like I have to name drop. I did actually meet Wiz Khalifa when I was in charge of a cover shoot for High Times several years ago before I moved to LA. I got to fly out here and manage the whole shoot. And um, it was amazing pictures and a great interview. And um, I I like got to chat with him and stuff. And he was like extraordinarily polite and nice and cool. That's awesome. Um, I don't have anything interesting to say about it really, but I just had to say I did meet him. Yeah. He's fucking cool. 
and he was chill as fuck because everything was very low budge and he was not pressed. I can be a fan of him without loving his macaroni. Right. <laughs> you know, I just I, had to name rap. You I, know? It's, it's awesome that you've met him and I've only seen him on a couch. <laughs> You're winning. So you were getting drunk at the kibitz room. And uh, I had two of something I'd never had before called a Dirty Shirley. Have you ever oh, had one? Is that like a Shirley Temple, but with booze in it? With vodka in it. Oh, shit. That's going to fuck it you up. fucking ruined me. As soon as I stood up, my eyes crossed, my brain flipped over, and my knees buckled. How many did you have? Uh, Two or three. Okay, you said two the first time. How many? Well, maybe six. <laughs> you know, after that second one. I was going to say. It's all a blur, dude. <laughs> that, that's crazy, though, because a dirty Shirley or a Shirley Temple is like all, it's pure sugar. Yeah. And if you've ever been to the Kibitz room, that place is just pure chaos. The bartenders are hammered. They're breaking glasses accidentally all night long. They're sliding shots down the bar to like the regulars. Um, I mean, the place is a real. And the drinks are strong, right? Like good oh, old school dive bar strong. Yeah. That's so nice though. Yeah. I gotta say, man, I miss those days of going to like those janky ass dive bars where it was not going to taste good and it was going to fuck you up as opposed to like the, you know, one and a half ounce mocktail that will, or cocktail that'll cost you $18. Right. Where like, they measure just, it out in a thimble. Yeah, I, I kind of do miss those No, days. this was like those big, um, I don't know if you had them in Canada, but you know, those big red <laughs> plastic cups that you would get at like Pizza Hut during a, a pizza like a party. Like a solo cup? Um, no, a big red plastic cup. I would have to look them up, but I think there's, it's like classic Americana pizza, um, place kind of a thing. And, um, he would do like a six and a half count of vodka. Oh no. And then fill it up with Sprite and then pour grenadine all over it Mm -hmm. with a straw. So you couldn't taste it, but you were drinking like a lot of booze in every single one and that sugar hit and i was so hungover the next day oh i see those red cups yeah i remember those thank you producer mark i absolutely know what you're talking about yeah yeah yeah. Mm -hmm. Ooh, and they were like what eight bucks each you know what i mean just the craziest shit and so this is what led to your air juan yeah so i went from that dirty shirley you know beer budget to Yo. champagne dreams the next day. I was like, I need to put something delicious and expensive in my body just to feel like a human being. See, I know. I know you have the champagne taste. I know that the second you make your first million, you're going to be like up in some weird house that nobody can access. Oh, yeah. Because it's going to be super champagned out. That's all I want to do is buy land. Mm-hmm. I just want to buy land. And then I'm going to buy land in the Midwest for when oh, the that's time beer cr- budget stuff though oh no to grow weed on oh you know like like in that movie with michael keaton about mcdonald's the owner uh, the the founder the ceo ray Kroc. no founder the founder Found, the founder yeah yeah where that one guy looks at him and he's like this isn't a restaurant business it's a real estate it's a real estate business. business so i'm gonna buy land in the midwest with my first million for when people like um monsanto want no. to no oh god you're saying all the worst things don't do that Hmm. <laughs> you can't work Mont- with Monsanto, Mike. <laughs> Weed and grub. I'm gonna shut it down. That's my fucking job on here is not to let you get away with that nonsense. I am so easily bought. It's pathetic. Absolutely pathetic. not. No, you will. I will not. never narc, but I will go out to the highest you, bidder. You absolutely cannot buy land for Monsanto to grow weed on. What the fuck is wrong with you? 
my god this is the idiot (laughs) yeah thank you (laughs) fuck i'm i'm a corporate shill oh my god okay what what else do we have before we get going it's not true it's not true um you're setting yourself up for it i know i uh i i know we wanted to keep this one positive but i do have for our creamed corner this week okay two things that i need to change in the food industry okay okay the first one is i went to um a smash burger place Mm -hmm. It is quite known in Los Angeles. Okay. I don't want to say the name because I want people to, it's a, it's a mom and pop business. I want it to succeed because those are important and I want everyone to draw their own conclusions. But as a whole, the smash burger is one of the most overrated things on American soil in this millennia. The smash burger is (laughs) trash, 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 and we need it to be defeated. Okay. Can we have herbs? Can we keep herbs though? Herbs isn't a smash. It's thick. Oh, that's not a smash. Uh, no. A smash is just the lacy patty. It's that lacy, thin, cooks in 30 seconds, flip mm-hmm. it once, hit it with some salt and pep. Kind of a crunchy but chewy thin yeah. boy. Overdone. Where you where you need a double of it to feel like one normal regular. Mm-hmm. And so I got a smash because I was talking shit about it online. I was like, smash patty suck, smash patty suck. And I got some people who wrote to me, including someone I trust because he works for Bob's Burgers. And he said, you've got to go try this place. And I tried it and it stinks. It is so unsatisfying. You know how we were talking about toothsomeness? Yes. I don't. The toothsomeness should not come from the bun. It should come from the burger. Yes. And anytime my teeth clip each other because they go through that thin patty, it's such (laughs) a freaking bummer. I, I hate them. You just, well, it's, it sounds like it's textural, not flavor for you. Well, they're you not just, satisfying. I, I like okay. a big beef in my mouth. Oh. Fill me up with a big beef. Mike loves a big beef in his mouth. You heard it here first. Yeah. I want a big mouthful of juicy, thick beef in my mouth. God. I want to gobble it down mm-hmm. and then have another. Big, big beef in your mouth. Big beef in my mouth, Mammary Jane. I'm saying. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> Big beef and Mammary Jane. That's, the, <laughs> that's our new jingle advertising our show. Yeah. Big beef and Mammary Jane. They're quite a duo. They love weed and grub. <laughs> that was great. <laughs> so I just needed to bring it to your attention because mm. we have gone to some hot LA spots for Smash Burgers. Yes. And I felt like you were also always slightly underwhelmed. But maybe, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe it's just like everything else where it's like that show that everyone loves, but you have to give it four episodes to to take off or that one smash burger place that I need to try that's in Atlanta to understand the beauty of a smasher. Yeah. I don't think I've ever had a smash with you that I've loved. I thought Herbs was a smash burger. I do love that place. So maybe, yeah, I don't know. What about Amboy? Are those smashed? Hell no. There's... You wouldn't be caught dead. Okay, we got to go. Sorry. You Sorry, Alvin. To... Alvin, you didn't hear that. No, I haven't been to Amboy yet. Like, we got to go. We do. Yeah. Those are all thick burgers with the exact right amount of toppings layered in an incredible um, way that makes sense so that ingredients don't fall out the back. He also, he, oh, sorry. He also, uh, Alvin, for everyone listening, if you don't know, created uh, Egg Slut and Amboy Burgers and does most of the burgers on Bob's Burgers. And he has his own show on a complex too, the burger show. I mean, the the man is the burger man. Mm-hmm. And he would never do a smash. 
I might tweet at him and ask him his opinion about Smash Burgers. Let's hear it. Let's get him on the pod to talk about it. Let's do it. Anytime. Yeah. So I'm still looking for the perfect Berg. Perfect Berg. All right. Well, we will keep our eye out. Please, anyone who wants to let us know where we should go to eat them, tell us in uh, our email at wgweedandgrub.com or in our DMs at weedandgrub on Instagram. And on my my Instagram at glazerboohoohoo, I just figured out how to do a thing in my bio where you can say, come to my city. Mm. And so you can click on my bio, say that you want me to come do stand up in your city. And then when I'm on tour, maybe drop a little, you got to try this burger spot while I'm in town. And, um, And then I can finally find the my uh, holy grail yeah uh, well also my whole holy griller people might w- might use that now to tell them that they want to put big beef in your mouth mike just saying hey my my dms are open to everyone <laughs> as long as there's beef involved i'll reply wait a minute um, <laughs> wait a can, minute wait a minute <laughs> can i just say real quick before we have to get out of here my mm. cream corner i've been eating um sweets lately i've been really enjoying some i i spent some time with some little ones and i think like kids and their access to easter candy uh and and chocolate for breakfast and all that kind of stuff in general is just like my speed right now so i've been indulging my sweet tooth and i just got these at trader joe's and these are um fucking excellent and i just brought you one to try on pod i would love to try one what's the name of these they're called these sprinkles walk into a sandwich Oh, okay. that's fun. And um, these are great. Yeah, they're like super satisfying because they're a good buttery bite. And then they've got frosting with sprinkles in the middle. And uh, mm. like a particularly good bite when you're stoned. I have a very specific description for these. Let's hear it. You know the cookies that come in the blue tin where yes. there's like um, a, yeah, they're all shortbread mm-hmm. cookies with like the partly pretzel dipped and, in yeah. chocolate. And and then all of a sudden that blue tin becomes filled with sewing needles and you don't know how that happened. That's where your thimbles these, go. <laughs> these cookies taste like those blue tin cookies with a really great, not too sweet, but perfectly sweet frosting in between them. This is delicious. Isn't it awesome? Like I live near Milk Bar and I wish I could go there all the time to get Christina Tosi's incredible cookies but who can afford that so sometimes mm. we got to go to trader joe's and just um scratch that itch in the tj's cookie aisle that's so good mm-hmm. so on the tj's tip as we dive into this cream corner i brought something today because i actually have a question and need your advice mary jane what's your is it this candle that's covered in cheerios <laughs> let me get my bag oh you have to actually go get something so i went grocery shopping okay I went grocery. Sh- <laughs> I went grocery shopping. The this other is a day. no at a drop. Anyone who's going crazy listening to this. Um, and my favorite thing to get at Trader Joe's in the bread section mm-hmm. is their handmade tortillas. I'm on a bit of a tortilla kick right now. It it's more satisfying. I like to make like tuna wraps. I'm on a wrap kick and everything. Okay. But these things, when when you buy them, they're they're sitting in the open air they're not in a fridge or anything in trader joe's they're just in that open air bread section and so i took them and i threw them in my uh, cabinet to keep them out of the sunlight Mm -hmm. and two days later unopened no they have all of this mold on them oh no wait it is truly i opened it because i this is where i wanted to ask you a question okay looking at these and Mm -hmm. looking at the mold consideration yes would you just remove the mold and still use. Like, where do you where do you stand on this product that I only had for three days? I think you should return it. 
to Trader Joe's. They'll take it back. I, I think they will too, but yeah. I did use two of them and just remove the mold, but I didn't know if that was a gross thing to do or not. Um, I think it's fine. Uh, and you would be fine even if you ate the mold, which is what my dad used to do because the mold is just penicillin. It's not going to kill you. Oh, it, it makes will, you stronger. It will, yeah. It's going to like kick all those weird infections that you have, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> I do have some little things around. <laughs> um, no, it would be fine if you ate the mold, but if you don't want to taste the mold, which you know most people don't, then just removing it is going to be fine. But either way, these aren't going to hurt you. They you don't think so? might just taste weird. But no, you, but you should definitely return them. I was in line behind someone at Trader Joe's the other day. And this guy was like trying one of their new things, whatever it was. And it was just one of those. Have you ever had like that TJ's stalker or cashier person who just, for whatever reason, it seems like they truly love working there? Yeah. And they like really want to talk to you about stuff? Yeah. This was that person. And he was like excited that the person in line was like trying a new thing. And then he was like telling them about what it was going to be like when they tried the new thing. And then he made sure to tell them that if they didn't like it, they could bring it back. And it was like wow. a whole lovely TJ's interaction where I was like, you really took care of that customer. You know, like you had a conversation with that person. That That's was, really nice. That was like a rarity in 2023. Yeah. <laughs> you know? What with the kiosks and robot deliveries. And, and everyone's on their fucking earbuds and, you know. Looking at their phones. Mm, hate it. Returning. Take back. Okay. Mm-hmm. But is it gross if I just eat around the mold? No. Because I don't want to make a trip. Yeah. I until would eat I go grocery shopping next. You but would it's too. just it's gonna all continue to mold though. Like that mold is just gonna spread and spread and spread. So unless you cut out all the mold now and then put it in a new container, mm -hmm. like take them out of that bag, because that bag is contaminated. That's how how mold works. Oh, really? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's why mold is a disaster when it's like, especially like when you're talking about cannabis, it's like more often than not, they'll have to like cut down the whole crop and like just disinfect the fuck out of the whole room. Really? If something, if mold really takes a hold of a crop, it's, there's nothing you can do about it. It's like in the walls and stuff. Yeah. Huh? Oh, I had no idea. No, it's terrible. So then what's your tip? Because I'm on, um, I'm trying to eat it just a ton of vegetables and meat right now to mm -hmm. detox, but I can't keep herbs good. Anytime I open a bag of lettuce or anything like that, or broccoli, I only use half at a time. I don't want to make a whole salad and then have half sit in the fridge. So yeah. I'm trying to use everything as needed, but then it all wilts. It all gets weirdly wet. Yeah. It all breaks down so quickly once you crack the bag or all my bread gets covered in mold. Like I feel like everything that I buy, I have like one day to use it. Yeah. Yeah. And then it, it kind of goes to shit. Yeah. It's interesting. We were just talking about this, I think on Jordan, Jesse go with the, the bread. And I said, I freeze my bread. Um, cause Jesse was like, I don't, I can't keep shit on hand to make sandwiches cause it all just goes bad. I don't eat enough sandwiches. So I freeze my bread. I freeze anything I can freeze. I freeze my dairy sometimes too. I'll freeze milk and butter. Um, and then when it comes to vegetables, wait, and do you stuff, use a toaster then? Are I do you, use are a toaster. you, you're a straight toaster. I, I toast it right out of the freezer uh -huh. and it comes right up to temp. It's perfect. I made a BLT this morning. It was fucking epic. Um, wait, you made a breakfast BLT. I did. <laughs> Mary Jane, that's so great. That's awesome. Congratulations. I got up at seven and I was like, I'm hungry. I'm going to make a BLT. It was yeah. I marinated the tomatoes and everything, man. Happy 420, Thank Mary Jane. Thank you. I was treating myself right. Yeah. I, I like meditated. I had coffee and a BLT and took Archie for a walk. Good start to the day. Nice. Very good start. So, <laughs> but my tip on produce and stuff is honestly, if, and here's the thing, like this is where food deserts, for instance, when you were talking about that, um, organization that was throwing the fundraiser to work against food deserts it's just not available to get fresh produce every day like you're having to leave your neighborhood and drive maybe a long way to get like fresh veg and stuff so 
that's the thing about like living in cities. You're not always able to go to somewhere like a farmer's market where you can go every day, but that's the ideal, right? Like that we would all live in a place where you can just get your, whatever it is that you're eating that day or for the next couple of days in, you know, one little trip in a little or net bag that you just carry your like you couldn't one even tomato handle in. braiding a five-year-old's hair how are you going to be going grocery shopping every single day oh, no, I did for great an entire with, family that's so I did crazy great with grocery shopping and i've always been good at grocery shopping and and, and feeding myself and i just mean and like people with a day job nine to five Monday yeah. through Friday, the idea like you've got it like that's why Costco on a Sunday is is to be avoided. I know, but it's that's the thing with the car culture though. Like what, this one of my greatest things when I lived in um, Paris, which sounds obnoxious, but I did. I lived there for a year and it was fucking awesome. And people shop on their way home for their dinner. Like you just get oh. off the, the metro and you stop by your boulangerie for like your you know baked goods and then you stop by the butcher and you, you know you go to all the places and you pick all of the items up for the meal that you're going to prepare that night and I just I wish everyone could fucking have that but since we certainly do not in America we can't I mean like you, what what I do is I go to Taco Bell and get a Crunchwrap Supreme right. and a grilled chicken chalupa supreme mm -hmm. and a uh, driving taco yeah <laughs> <laughs> I, I fucking know so as far as like keeping stuff um preserved when it's fresh stuff in your fridge i would say marinate anything that you can marinate like you can marinate broccoli i just i just did a quick pickle on some broccoli the other day and it was delicious mm. and um you know just buy buy like living lettuce you know you can sometimes get the lettuce that has its roots in soil just that kind of stuff okay because i'm know? really trying or you could just cook for me mike Oh, that's your other option is make make it for two and give me half. <laughs> mm. Well, it's better than letting it go bad, which mm -hmm. is what's happening now. So maybe I will make you some um, surprise salads. <laughs> <laughs> some surprise salads, a surprise salad for Mamory Jane. Tune into OnlyFans for our hot content. <laughs> I think people would spend some money to see you I... eating salad in a. I feel uncomfortable Listen, saying whatever could, you think I should say. I could rock a captain, you know? <laughs> I think it'd be kind of sexy. I think people might tune in. Yes, might. Okay, we're going to launch this. Yeah, mm -hmm. we. Yeah, I'd love a percent of whatever's coming in. That'd be you got to make nice. the salad, dude. <laughs> oh, okay, deal. Um, let's get to Buzz of the Week and get out of here and let, go get higher. Let's do it. Okay, um, do you want to go first or second? Um, I'll go first. It is our friend, Mike Mielka. I hope I'm saying your name right, Mike. His uh, Instagram is Mikey underscore likes underscore it underscore 13. Uh, friend of the pod, constant um, fun Instagram post sharer and just <clears throat> wonderful all around uh human who just like gives me laughs and is always like sliding into my dms with funny little um i just wanted to pull up his most recent thing he said um like you said on the last episode it's sad to see what we're doing to this planet and how goddamn lucky we are in the grand scheme of things um anyway uh he says oh his name is mike and he feels the same way that you do mike about the restaurant thing um, the, he the left me a voice DM. Last table thing. He says, my wife used to work in the service industry and has had the same things as I have said. So he and his wife are on the same uh, opposite sides of the same debate that you and I are having. And um, anyway, he's he's just awesome. He said, uh, oh, PPS, you're good enough. You're nice enough. And God, doggone it. People love you. Just like a. A, a cool a cool in instagram friend that's awesome Thanks, that's Mike. that's an al franken quote when he played Stuart smalley on snl it is you're good enough you're smart enough and doggone it people like you ah oh, thanks for the context i didn't know that yeah yeah sweet my butt of the week this week is emma emma erdbrink ooh, ooh. 
Um, Mark, don't get jealous. It's a podcast producer and audio engineer extraordinaire. But um, thanks to Emma um, bringing everything together, we're able to do a live stream with Gabris today. We were on Doughboys where she's their producer. She's been a guest on um, our podcast. She smokes great weed, loves a vape, is very fun, is very chill. And while we were uh, recording all of these eps this week, she's in Chicago, which, you know, I have strong ties to. And so I was like, man, not only is she jet setting all over the country, smoking weed, hanging out and putting out great podcasts, but she's also just one of the coolest. So happy 420, Emma. And she's honestly not even really online. I mean, you can find her, but she doesn't even post, which is even cooler. So my vote of the week this week, Emma Erdbrink, uh, happy 420. Happy fucking 420. Yeah. Awesome. Well, uh, we have plenty to smoke and plenty to do, so we got to get out of here. Thank you, producer Mark, as always, for being the fucking coolest at Petty Cash Studios. Give him a follow. We're at Weed and Grub on Instagram, wgweedandgrub.com for the emails. Um, people have been emailing us. It's been really fun to hear some ideas of what you want us to talk about in future. Yeah. And give us a follow at Mike and Mary Jane on TikTok. And um, I'm really looking for more grocery store vegetable tips. I love pickling. I love the idea of freezing. If anyone has any tips to or keep my- Or get a my... friend. <laughs> well, hold on. Have me over. Hold on, hold Hi, on, Mike. hold on. Hello. <laughs> Hit us live up right the... down the street. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> All right. But send them tips, sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah hot beefy tips hot beefy oh no tips. um and listen if you're in los angeles and you want to do something fun tonight come to the ice house at 9 30 the ticket link is in the show notes and um use the code ice house 420 for 10 bucks off we love all of you thank you so much bye everyone bye